What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good evening. I'm Coulter Wonkite. I'm already into the 420, damn it. So what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing? Why not? I'm trying to get on the Slicedown Radio website. Sounds like a cool website. Yeah, it's all right. Oh. You're listening to Lifestyle Radio. The opinions expressed during this show are those of the individual participants and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of their associated organizations or Lifestyle Radio. You like music, you like weed, well, we're gonna be good friends indeed. This is how much I like more than smoking trees. They'll make you dance the do-si-do and teach you how to achieve a grow. Smoke a bowl on the 420 Radio Show. On Lifestyle Radio. All right. We are here. Tracy Lamore just walked in. Oh, that's the noise. That's the noise. It's Tracy Lamore. I'm sorry. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> Holy crap. So, welcome to the party. radio show. The first time at Gunjanistas in Hamilton at 242 uh, in Street. What was that? What did you say, Mary Jane? I said the joys of filming live. Yeah, we're here yeah. live. Yeah. And, uh, we're live. Tracy walks in. I'm, yeah, well, you know, perfect timing. Uh, I'm sitting with uh, Michael Puff Dog Thomas and Miss Kelly and Paula. Uh, pronounce your last name. Huey. Huey. I thought so. Huey. I thought so. Paula Huey, who is the owner of Gungeonistas in Hamilton at, I already said it, but I'll say it again, 242 Queen Street East. We don't want to send them over to West like I did with our first pizza delivery at Kelly's place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wasn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it took funnier a while for the guy the that pizza. answers the door. <laughs> it took a while. So we are going to be chatting today uh, uh, with Michael and anybody else who wants to talk we're going to talk with uh, paula about what's going on here they've got a lot of events coming in and out of here during the week as well it's a really cool vibe in here um and and uh it's it's nice to actually go into a lounge and smoke a doobie because that isn't happening very often is it michael no um, you know previously wait I owned hold it it's not a vapor lounge that yes it is because we're vaping th- as well there are vaporizers, there are dab tools and pens and, and shatterizers and um, what do you call those? E-nails. And but you can smoke a joint. We can smoke yeah. a doobie as well. Until somebody comes in and says, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, my God, I love you guys. Now, yeah. see, now you make me want to move. Yeah. But the traffic, yeah, I'm still better off where I am. 
The smokers are already outside because you want to know something? You can't smoke tobacco in here. You can't. No smoking tobacco. Nope, not even in an e-cigarette. No poppers. No poppers. No blunts. No blunts. You know, uh, unless, of course, it's it's, uh, uh, hemp hemp blunts or leaf blunts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I watched this video a while ago. I think I, I think Marcel saved it with me. It was about this guy in Jamaica. He takes these buds, these huge buds, and squishes <laughs> them and squishes them and squishes them. Then takes a nail and drives it right down the center and lights it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an awesome way to smoke. Lettuce wrap. A bud. I don't know if I don't like eating. What? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Uh, uh, Did you say lettuce wrapped? Lettuce wraps. Yeah. Why would? Do you know the best wraps are are leaves, fan leaves? Yeah, I'd eat it. They're also the most expensive. uh, The the most expensive wrap is is the leaf wraps. Not if not if you're your own grower. Fair enough. Do you do do you do uh, wraps and stuff, Michael? I don't have time for that, man. Just a no. That's that's my problem. I don't have time for that shit. I'm making. I'm busy doing other shit. So if anybody noticed that uh, we've killed our chat room, uh, it's because some doofus face likes to post really rude stuff. So if you want to interact with us during the show now, just interact with the little uh, window down in the bottom right corner, at the, the messenger window. Open it up. Say hello. It'll come to all of us. We can all talk to you and have some fun. So no more chat room. Fuck the chat room. Fuck the chat, Fuck the chat rooms. I like the chat room, and you only took it down because I was going to respond. And I don't think that's fair because I think that individual needed a response. Well, Plus, spam. Is- spam in the chat room is always awesome. <laughs> I love yeah. people trying to sell me, you know, discounts for this if I give their email address. I think it's great. Yeah, so, I'm glad the chat room's gone. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sitting here with Michael Puffdog Thomas, who is a very, very, very well-known name in the St. Catharines, Hamilton, Toronto area. All over Canada, really. Mostly Ontario, I guess, eh? Yeah. Uh, you got to turn this way so we can yeah. hear you, bud. Yeah. Um, I've heard of him, and I'm way over in Nova Scotia, so. There you go. I yeah. mean, the, the, uh, Michael uh, has a whole bunch of stuff going on, although he's retiring. Um, uh, but I wanted him to pick his brain, and, you know, he's a good conversation. I w- why don't you, uh, instead of me telling them, who you are and what you do. You pick your own words and, and tell people. Well, I'm a, a retiring Canadian activist, a uh, worldwide activist, really, as the founder of Dads for Marijuana. You know, uh, oh, by the way, just just to, uh, you know, uh, there there's something that I need to really uh, say and just get off my chest. You go right ahead. And, uh, you know, we lost a couple of Canadian activists recently, a couple of gentlemen. Uh, one of these guys um, took dads for marijuana to really to international status and created uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 148 chapters worldwide. Wow. Um, actively promoting uh, cannabis as medicine, uh, especially for the children of the world that suffer from dreadful diseases. You know, and we lost one. We lost Mr. Michael DeSalt Jensen, and and we lost Shane King, who is another activist that I stood 
shoulder to shoulder with at Toronto Police Services headquarters and protested uh, Project Claudia and, and the raids that went on in the city of Toronto. You know, um, Jesus, this, this, this really hits home hard, you know, we're... The old guard, we're losing the old guard, yep. and it scares the hell out of me, you know. And, you know, as much as I know I need to retire and look after my health, sometimes, you know, somebody's got to hold that sign that, that makes that very bold statement. And, you know, I'm just, I guess, uh, as one of the uh, not so much elders, but yeah, I'm getting on in years. Yeah, you know. Original. Uh, sign holders. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> sometimes we need to have those signs held on Parliament Hill so that they get the message. That's the only time they get the message, really, is when you stand on their front lawn and call them out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. you know, and... Uh, that's Tracy Lamore's voice. That's really just... You know, in 1984, when they handed me my ass on Parliament Hill on Canada Day, because I was the only guy with a weed flag and a reefer in my hand, you know, that was a pretty bold statement, and, you know, sometimes we have to make bold statements. The bold statements sometimes um, are needed to get over a hump. Absolutely. You know, uh, I went to bat for my own daughter, who was viciously assaulted and, and finally succumbed to her injuries, you know, and... Uh, I was challenged at every corner, you know, um, you can't do that here, sir. Oh, we don't think your daughter needs that. You know, I had to have lawyers involved and go right for the juggler for them to understand that that's my daughter. And, and damn it, if, if smoking a joint helped her feel better in her condition, then who are they to stand in her way? Well, I agree. Yeah, it's, it, you know, there's not a lot of people out there that are doing things for the right reasons. There's a lot of new people out there that are coming into the community that are there for one reason and one reason only, to make money off of patients, unfortunately. That, that, no, uh, no, it's not just off of patients. They're willing to make money off of anybody. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'm always, I'm always preaching for the patient, though, right? Because you know, oh, so the rec, the rec person, if they want to smoke cannabis, they have to pay for it. They have to know that that they're going to go out and spend whatever they spend on their med, on their on their weed every month. Where myself, Michael, Kelly, Tracy, and Paula and her staff. We're all patients, and and it's like, you know, we need a but place. But the difference, be, the difference between the rec user and the and the patient really is the patient How much needs you spend. It every day. <laughs> yes, the rec patient only needs a small amount once in a while, or or even at all, you know, like once a month. Yeah. You know, yeah. every every other Friday, I like to go out and smoke a joint with my brother out in the back. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. Lots of, and that's where most people are, I would think. Yeah. Right. Uh, we also have to take into account um, microdosing oil, right? Like, uh, which we've seen huge progress in, and we oh. all know we all know the the uh, the mathematics to making oil with with uh, like with flour. You know, to yeah. make full extract cannabis oil. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it takes takes a lot of product to make a little product if you want pure medicine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and you got to do it right too. 
Yeah, there's well, a lot of people out there doing it not right. I, I've been making pico since the mid '70s, so I have my share of time uh, of producing the stuff. Well, you know? t- tell me why are we only? Both of you have your own answers, I'm sure, for this. Why are we only hearing about fico now out in the open? Because for the last year, that you hear a lot fico, 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 yeah. and I'm like, huh? What's that? Yeah. Well. Because people, some of us, and I'll be, I'll be honest and blunt. Some of us got tired of RSO. Yeah. Okay. Because RSO is not fico. It's not a full extract. Yeah. RSO is is a is a petrochemical solvent based extract that removes your non-polar soluble cannabinoids. Well, okay, a fico but fico is a full extract, which means it removes both polar and non-polar. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be black, for God's sakes. You know, <laughs> it's not supposed. The plant to be a- has all of the cannabinoids. Why waste them by using naphtha? Yeah. So this is why a, a number of people refuse to use RSO and and prefer to use the term fico. I just prefer to to use the term whole plant extract. Okay, but yeah. what? Okay, explain to me what the difference is in the processes. Ones with ISO, ones with uh, naphtha. Basically. Or gasoline, or grain alcohol, yeah, or anything diesel, like that. Yeah. Anything that's non-polar. Okay. Grain okay. alcohol is the best. So it's I, the non-polar thing that's the difference. Right. Non-polar. See, ISO has the ability to be both polar and non-polar, so it removes all of the cannabinoids. You get a wider range of cannabinoids removed. Okay. Using something like naphtha, grain alcohol, something like that, you're going to get non-polar cannabinoids, which means you're going to get much higher concentrate of THC, which Correct. is non-polar, Correct. right? As and CBD. So, but you're losing out because you're not getting the non-polar, or sorry, all of the polar soluble cannabinoids, which may be the beneficial ones that people actually need. Yes, but okay, so. The story goes when you're using naphtha, naphtha grabs everything, right? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, so then no, the story is wrong. Naphtha grabs, naphtha will grab the same soluble compounds that its polarity is. I, so, I'm not sure why the grain alcohol does work that way, but it's got to be something different from the other extract. Uh, Grain alcohol is definitely different than naphtha, but a grain alcohol is definitely different than ISO. And benzene, is it benzene, is another one that's still completely different again. Yeah, but that's also left by the naphtha and diesel and gasoline, isn't it? Gasoline is, is, would do similar action that naphtha would do, but okay. very likely it would be parentis. And you, would, you wouldn't be able to get rid of everything, I don't think, would you? Well, I don't know. I guess I mean, if you if you I, if you let it go long enough, you can remove anything. Listen, I don't know how how do you how do you? Well, I guess you'd need a back purge to back off uh, yeah. gasoline. I wouldn't even want to touch it. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> think we're smoking gasoline today. No, but, no, 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 no gasoline. <laughs> you want to smoke some gasoline, ladies? <laughs> but so 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 while you sit and laugh about gasoline in. Uh, uh, extracting for oil, you got to realize that gasoline is also used for making cocaine. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? I watched that process. Uh, sh- uh, sh- the chef, as I call Gordon yeah. Ramsay, 
he went because his his the story I think I remember is his brother had a bad coke habit. He wanted to go and find out why and how it's made and go from plant to street. And he did that in a documentary style where he had unprecedented access, where he walked right into a cocaine plantation and went right through it. They put sulfuric acid on the leaves to release those compounds. And they put this on the leaf and that on the leaf. And it's like, holy fuck, I'm glad I didn't get into that shit. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's... I just prefer my organic cannabis, you know. It comes down to the chemical reactions is all it is. That's, yeah, and that's, that's what they, they showed. The steps of each thing has its own chemical reaction, and then they throw sulfuric acid into it. Like, uh, it's like, whoa. And you're putting that up your nose. Yeah. You know? No wonder people get nosebleeds. I had a buddy well, in high school. Normally they get nosebleeds because they didn't grind it up enough. I had yeah. a buddy in high school that had no cartilage in between his nose because he did so much coke. And he could take a, her- a handkerchief and go. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. You, know, wow. you don't want to know they're visual people. <laughs> and luckily, we don't have video. So, listen, I think we're going to put on a tune, okay? Because i got to go to the little boy's room. Uh, I pulled up some Bush Doctor because it's one of my favorite songs. <coughs> Peter Tosh. This is the 420 Radio Show. We're live at Gungeonistas in Hamilton. Sounds like somebody's got one of those little shakers to feed. Yeah, somebody is playing with the bag from the volcano <laughs> and making oh. all kinds of noise. We'll be right back. A volcano. in. Sergeant General Wands. Cigarette smoking is dangerous. Dangerous. Hazard to your head. Does that mean anything to you? Then legalize marijuana. Holy 
reality. We are back. This is the 420 Radio Show. We are live at Gungeonistas in Hamilton, 242 King East. Come on in and say hi. There's a comedy show on tonight, a weirdo comedy show. Uh, and I can't, I don't have the flyer in front of me, but I'll get one before we leave. Here we are. I can't read the names because I don't have glasses. Can you see that, Michael? I can't even read them with my glasses on. That's small I'll get Paula to come over when she's done having her snack and we'll talk about it. Um, so we're, we're just hanging out and smoking doobies. We've got Tracy Lamori here. Kelly's here. Tracy's brother and the ladies that work here and, and my buddy. We've known each other quite a long time. We've been friends yeah. here on, 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 in the community. Yeah. Com- community. So um, Puff Dog, as he's known lovingly, has a bunch of uh, things that he does that he would like to talk about and he's got some some uh, rosins here that uh, yeah. we're gonna try and yeah we should we should set up a rig actually you want to set up a rig yeah okay there's one heating up right there I can see the lights on it yeah okay um yeah so Michael's gonna go set up a rig uh you want to talk about Harvest Fest for a minute Marcel? Sure. Okay. Talk to me. Talk to me. Come to Harvest Fest. Yeah, we're going to be there. It's going to be a blast. We're going to be there. We're going to have everything set up. And you can come and hang out in our makeshift living room. And uh, you can smoke there, too. (laughs) Tell the people what it is. When is it, Marshall? What weekend? 22nd. Hang on. I got to look at the calendar. It's the 20th to the 22nd. Yeah, July. 20th to the 22nd. Scotia. Yeah, (laughs) just outside Truro, Nova Scotia on private property. Yep. Rough camping for the weekend. What is rough camping? Rough camping means you bring a tent or you bring a trailer, you camp. 
There's no okay. shower facilities. There's no washroom facilities. We do have some porta potties. I'm bringing a portable shower. Yeah, it's rough. Rough camping is okay. the best term for it. Okay. So if you uh, don't, if you don't like uh, sleeping on the ground in a tent, there's hotels can, around though. You can travel into Toro, which is about 15 minutes away to a wide assortment of hotels, motels, etc. And if you're thinking about booking hotel, then I would suggest book now. Yeah. Yeah. What else is is in the area? And the reason I'm asking is because uh, we've got an interview that, that Mary Jane did a few hours ago. With you want to say who? Yeah, sure. It was with uh, Randy from Trailer Park Boys, Pat Roach. Yep. So yeah, also around Truro, they filmed the Trailer Park Boys. Yep, they filmed some of it there. Um, actually, the episodes that Snoop Dogg was in because he was in Truro too. Okay. Nice. I, I actually it's- knew that because I heard that that part of the interview. Yeah, but in. Yeah. Um, the interview, uh, Randy actually says where they said, so we're going to stop by when we get down to Harvest Fest and check out the trailer park. Do the sightseeing thing. Yeah, well, if you're going to do the sightseeing thing, then some of the things that you might want to check out is Peggy's Cove. It's awesome place. We, we basically allow people from Western Canada to sacrifice themselves to our ocean to keep us happy. <laughs> because they don't read the signs that says stay off the rocks. And every year we lose people from Ontario and Quebec and things like that. And it's it's a not you fall off the rocks and get back up. It's a fall off the rocks, you don't come back. Yeah, we've got I some think- places like that where that's happened, like the Allura Gorge. People like to jump yeah. off the gorge rocks. Yeah, well, this has yeah. got signage everywhere telling people to stay away from the rocks. Yet yeah. They still have to go out there for that picture. You got to try it. You got to try yeah. it. You know. The other one that's a pretty cool sight to see is the Bay of Fundy. Okay, we scheduled a whale watching tour all the way. If you go past Digby, all the way yep. down there, you have to cross like two ferries. Yeah, did whale watching Ooh, tour? That might be fun. Yeah, whale watching is cool. The other thing that you can see in Truro when the tide comes in is the tidal war. So so the Bay of Fundy has the highest tides in the world and it goes the tide literally goes up the rivers and one of the rivers it goes up is the Shubenacadie River and it travels 30 miles up that river hmm. or sorry 30 kilometers up that river um and what happens is when the tide comes in it literally reverses the flow of the river so you have a wall of, of water barreling upriver. Oh, is that the Reversing Falls? No, Reversing Falls is in New Brunswick and St. John, and it does the same thing. Okay. When the tide goes up there, it literally goes up with so much force, it turns a, a, about a six-foot waterfall into a four-foot waterfall going the opposite direction. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. With a giant whirlpool. And when I say a giant whirlpool, I mean it can suck you down pretty quick. I think I've seen pictures of that. Yep. We have all kinds of cool things to see down here. uh, In relation to where uh, where we're going, to Truro, how far is it to uh, Oak Island? To where? Oak Island. 
Um, about three hours. Toro, about three oh, hours. It was far away. Eh? Yeah, three to three and a half hours. And then getting onto the island is hit or miss that time of year. Okay. For the same reason that you'd want to go. All right. We live here and we don't go there. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm assuming I'll be a little busy when I'm there. I won't have time. So. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to go and plan the trip so down there. We're, we're planning on, we're going to be uh, hanging out with Marcel that weekend. And uh, we've got some, some really cool things. We're going to actually be doing all our shows from there, which is going to be cool. Uh, and we've got some guests lined up already, and we've even got somebody that's going to come and sing a certain little song, maybe, kind of, sort of, maybe. Oh, perfect. Uh, I, you know, since I already know who that is. It might be a sing-along. Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, it could be. It could be a sing-along. <laughs> I think there's going to be lots of sing-alongs there, actually, because you don't want to know what I'm looking forward to the most, Marcel. Hanging out Sitting at night, fire. hanging out at night, and and running through fires, and you know. That well, we have a big, we have a nice big bonfire pit, and everybody just gathers around and has a fire and stays away from the bugs. Uh, yeah, I don't like. I'm not relishing the bugs. My, Michael's back because he he came back from having a dab. They're doing dabbies over there, which I can't do. And I don't I, because I love my shatterizer too much. Oh, okay. yes. But that, this works in the shatterizer, didn't it? Yes, it does. I'm smoking it right now. It's there right here. Go, <laughs> yeah, buddy. I just he's only done a few dabs. I don't want him to green out. Like this is oh. pretty hard hitting, right? We're doing uh, low temp extraction, right? Um, we find that when we do a lower temp. <coughs> That you don't singe or scorch the terpene, right? Yep, 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 yep. There's lots of action in here today. It's awesome. It's say noisy. Hi to, say hi to people as they come in, Marcel. Hi, people. Hi, people. <laughs> no names. <laughs> hey, are they? Are you saying hi, people, or hi are people. they hi? Are you hi people? Well, or are you just saying hi people. Are you hi people or about to be hi people? <laughs> There are people coming in and out, which is really cool. And uh, uh, this is actually, I think, the first Friday night I've been here. I was here on a Saturday night. This is my fourth time being here, I think. How many? You've been here two or three times now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I walked in and saw Michael sitting here. I was like, dude, (laughs) I had no idea he was here. (laughs) Nice, very nice, uh, nice layout, you know. Turn a little bit. As far as, far as uh, lounges are concerned, you know, uh, the ambiance. Yeah, the ambiance is yeah. really nice. You walk in, it's very calm. It's not in your face. I mean, there's there's usually music going. They've got a good sound system set up. Paula loves her reggae. In fact, we got a new reggae show starting soon on Saturday nights, which I'm really excited to be. And it's from Jamaica. Wow. Yeah, we have a DJ in Jamaica going to be doing a live reggae show Saturday nights. Nice. Yep. We might be doing a tester this weekend. And uh, there's lots of events going here. I'll get Paula to come over and, and we'll talk about our events and stuff like that coming up. And um, 
uh, yeah, so there's, you know, a little different than me sitting in my apartment, <laughs> which is what I've been doing for what, I don't know, 10 years? We've just started going out a lot. Al and I, uh, Al, Al Graham and I go out to a lot of the events and stuff like that, and we wander around, and we talk to people like that lady right there. Yeah. And, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've talked with Al uh, Graham uh, quite a few times, actually, at different events. And I usually stay home. It's more comfortable. Yeah. Al uh, likes to walk around. I'm finding that, uh, you know, my days of, of uh, yelling and screaming at politicians have come to an end. I know that. So you know, that's what they make blowhorns for. Yeah, well... So you don't have to yell. Yeah, I understand that, but... It's hard. It is. You know, as an activist, buddy, it was 110 for me and sometimes 150, and oh, I was I know. amped. It's like, hey, buddy! <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I can't be amped anymore. And... Um, that's why I like this medium, because I don't have to yell. I, yeah. I, I can have other people on with their own opinions, and we just sit around and shoot the shit. There are one, two, three, four, there are like seven, eight people in here right now, and you're probably hearing little chatters in the background. And here she comes again. She's going to walk by. She's going to ignore us, because the mic is live. I got her. She's here now. Hi, Paula. That's better. Yeah. So we're here at your club. You want to tell people about it? Now that you put me on the spot? Yes. Well, what I'd really like you to do is read this and tell people what's on after us because I can't read it. It's too small. It's too small? Yeah. Where's your glasses? I don't have any. I'm poor. No. Oh. So tonight at Gondolinista's Lounge, the Weirdo Carnival stand-up comedy show hosted by Brandon Stovall. Featuring local up-and-coming comedians, Tyler Shazma, Dave McInnes, and Black Zeus. And that's after we uh, clear out of here. Well, we'll sh we're staying. Yeah, you're, you're hanging out. Yeah, we're hanging out. We're going to see the show. I've not been to a comedy show in a long time. It starts at 1030. It starts at 1030 right here yeah. at 242 King Street East. Right on the corner of Ferguson Station. Yeah, the Cannabis Corner. Cannabis Corner. Cannabis Corner. <laughs> yes. Now we have to keep calling it that. I'm actually going to put a little laptop, uh, not a laptop, but a tablet in here where people can come and go beep and say what's on their mind, and then we'll run them on the show. That would be fun. Yeah, it's it could be, be fun. fun. Yeah, like a, like like you know, like old speakers corner. Mm -hmm. You know. I like that idea. So what what other what other stuff do you have going on here? You got something going on this week as well, right? Um, on Monday we have uh, the cannabis market, Canicade as we call it. Yours. It's okay. It's, not a, it's a mix. We could put a wall of plexi here. Um, anyways, go on. Um, we have the Canicate event, which is a local. Uh, we, we, we like to have um, a lot of local vendors here. Yeah. There's a lot of um, people in Hamilton that produce a lot of great cannabis. A lot of really cannabis cool. related oh, products. We have a poster. Somebody was listening. Uh, <laughs> My right hand gal. Um, so it's, it's like a pop up market. It's a pop up market, yeah. Okay. Um, now you can come in and, and buy different different products that are uh, medically medicated. locally produced. Locally produced. Support local. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, and and uh, crafts? Uh, not this time around. No. Uh, we're hoping in the summertime to have an, uh, more of an outdoor space to have more crafty craft. Well, crafters. There's something right there. I know. Right perfect next spot. Door, the perfect spot. Yeah. There you go. Um, you've been open how long? Just about a month now. Just a month now. Yeah. yeah June first. And and I like. Everybody I've seen come in here comes back. Everybody I've seen come in comes back. Like Tracy brought me in. We came down after Okanabis. Yeah. And I haven't left yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and it's, it's it's just I it, it, the feeling in here is what it should feel like. Yeah. What does it feel like? Community, a place to hang out, and say hi. I think everybody who's I haven't seen any grumpy faces. No. Good vibes no. only. Yep. Good vibes. It says positive mind, positive vibes, positive, positive Spit life. Spit it out. Life. And, and you have paintings on the wall from people who have come in. You have a poster. We're going to yeah. go to the poster now. Uh, you have uh, called Paint Night. I'm going to come to that. Cause yeah, you should. I, I may not paint, but, you know, I might. I like to doodle. But it's called Paint Night, and it's cannabis friendly, and you can come in. And get really, really stoned or medicated, whichever way you fly, and and make art. And and they've got some from last week. Yeah. Uh, some pieces there that are it's, uh, a beach, beach. Beach scene with, with beach mountains. Beach scene with mountains and, <laughs> and water. Shoreline. And shoreline. Yeah. Some are straighter than others. And yeah. Yeah. You liked mine the best. Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was yours though. Uh-huh. I, I said I like that one the best. I, I, I wanted an unbiased opinion. There you go. You got one. Um, so explain paint night. What goes on and and, and all that. Yeah. So uh, paint night. Everybody gets a door prize. We don't like to say what it is, but yeah. you know I don't think we need to. Um, come in. We have uh, the artist actually walks us through a nice shop. So have an actual artist. Come we in. have an actual artist come like, in that, um, that knows what they're doing. Yep, uh, Lori, <laughs> the artist. Okay. She's um, she's amazing. Okay. Um, then she walks us through a chakra clearing meditation. Well, God, I come just for that. It's it's really calming, relaxing, and it gets you right in the perfect headspace to be creative. I know that head face, face because I'm a photographer. So you get in. Sorry, Al's having a Shatterizer episode. Yeah. There's my fourth plug for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you bring. Uh, it costs forty-five dollars per person, or yep. eighty dollars for a couple. Yep. And they, but you get uh, your supplies, your paint, brushes. Your cannabis. It's a canvas, not cannabis. <laughs> Although you can come and Although have there that. is a door prize. There is a door prize. Everyone gets one. Everybody <laughs> wink right now. <laughs> um, they had lemonade, and the lemonade's awesome. Please don't drink too much, though, because I'll drink it the next day. Yeah, I went a little too far with that one. <laughs> um, uh, they got water and lemonades and, and lots of munchies. Healthy, snacks. healthy snacks. I'm waiting for the hot dog machine to start. Two words. No. Mango salsa. Mango salsa. Yeah. Oh, I make mango mangoes? salsa. Oh, we could do that too. Just mangoes. Sure. We have a fruit bar and prove whether or not with mangoes. medicated chocolate. Done. Hey, I make medicated mango salsa. <laughs> Marcel makes medicated ice cream 
that is fucking phenomenal. I hear. And medical patients in Hamilton need access to that, so. We're going to come up with our own. Don't you worry about that. All right. <laughs> I got a recipe if you got the oh, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk later. Um, so we have one uh, one date left in June okay. for the summer schedule. That's yeah. next Friday, June 29th. June 27th. Oh, no, June. Okay, June, June. 29th. Stay on the program. So seven, Friday from 7 p.m. till t- Hey, we can come and do that. We'll do the show where you guys are painting. There you go. There you go. You can paint and... I'll paint and make a fool out of myself. and talk. Yeah. All at once. And there then there's go. two dates in July and two dates in August. Summer schedule is posted on our Instagram and Facebook as well. And what's your Instagram? Ganjanistas. At Ganjanistas. G-A-N-J-A-H-N-I-S-T-A-S. Now, wouldn't that... It, this is one of those words that actually looks as it sounds. Yeah. Hooked on phonics. Since I was four. Yeah, you see, there's the hooked on phonics <laughs> generation. I was there. I was... Take them to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I'll, I, I'll come in and do that. Sure. Why not? It'd and, you fun. know, it's good for a date night. You we had a lot of couples come, and they had an amazing yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and if you come as a single person, you're not maybe left you, out. you might. You, you know what? Know. I'm a, I come in here alone, and I'm, the girls walk by. They do their own thing. But, and, and, and it's great because but they'll say, hey, need anything? <laughs> and they... Jen likes to clean the ashtrays. I'm kidding. We need an ashtray <laughs> ashtray service, please. <laughs> Ding dong. The, the the atmosphere is what I've always thought a lounge should be. I've been to several. Very clicky. Yes. Okay. I think we all know when I say clicky. I think we all know where I'm talking about. But uh, in 2018, almost halfway through. Yeah, halfway. Um, the climate in Toronto is much different than here in yeah. Hamilton. It's more open. I mean, you you literally stand out the front door and you can see one, two, three, four, five dispensaries sitting there. Mm-hmm. Not all medical. No. Uh, and then there's, you know, you're 19 plus. And then down the road, there's another six or seven. Yeah. And then in Hess Village, there's another six or oh, seven. Oh, there is about 25 to 30 within a 10, 15-minute walk uh, of the here. The last I heard was 48 in Hamilton. I was just saying in this general 10 oh, to 15-minute oh, walk around here. Oh, really? Yeah. In Toronto at one time, there was over 200. And now I don't know, I know where two are. Yeah. They've all gone underground. There's a few clubs that you can go into. You need to know somebody in Toronto. Yeah. Has, has it changed that much? I haven't been, Maybe you know, I'm kind of spoiled here in, in Greentown. I go in Toronto, the only place where I will go to now is, is Sea of Green because yeah. the quality Jamie. is, Jamie, he's fantastic. a really nice guy. Yeah. I've met him several times. I, I have not, him. just uh, interacted yeah. online. And, yeah. 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 Um, and, 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 you know, even though he's wrecked in the sense that it's a 19 plus store, you just go in and go out. Personally, I'm 54 years old. I'm sick and tired of being asked for ID. I'm sick and tired of having to fill out a form. I am a member of two medical cannabis dispensaries now, and that'll stay that way. I was a member of COM, of the original COM, Mm -hmm. when they were downtown, and you walked in and it was very quiet and very zen and all Mm -hmm. that. 
then you start going into the 19 plus places and there's like goons standing at the door mm -hmm. which are needed in some areas unfortunately yeah but that some you know there are there are reasons for everything no, so not, not necessarily reasons for everything, but there are certain climates where yeah, a little bit of muscle is, yep. is mm -hmm. a necessity. Yeah, yeah. And, and that could be also, you could, you could look at it from another angle, maybe tighter security, buzz in, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. second buzz yeah. in, door. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose we're, is, we're dealing with that, the, yeah. the, the value of the items, right? And I think that once... Once everything becomes a little bit more mainstream and legalized, those prices are going to go down. The value is going to be they less. Already, they already that, are you know, going down. Yeah. yeah. They are going I'll down. Be, yeah. And, okay. But, but it, now what's happening, though, with a lot of dispensaries, there's been a few smashing grabs as well. Oh, yeah. And those are scary for the employees yeah. and everybody who's in there. I mean, um, Hamilton is an awesome place. It's my second home. It's where the kids are. I'm here a fair amount of it. But I grew up in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I've just spent the last 20 years living up north. It's a culture shock for me. It really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, walking down the road and see somebody talking to themselves and they're not on their cell phone brings me back to Toronto <laughs> 1970. Well, that's because they shipped them all here. <laughs> One-way greyhound chicken. Are there many lounges around in the area still? There aren't many. Um, I know Paul is still on an order to keep, or not, sorry, Brittany is on an order to keep Cloud9 closed still. For now, yeah. For now. For now. And then, um... And there's yeah. Hamilton Vapes. Then there's, ha yeah. Anthony's place. Yeah. And then yeah. there's, there's one down here, isn't there? I don't know. Is there? There's nothing. Nothing there's like. nothing. No. It's really? just me. Yeah. Ganjanistas. We yeah. stop right here. 242 King Street East. <laughs> yes, that's there. Yeah. Come in and say hi. <laughs> I've said it four times already. H I G H. There you go. Yeah. Um, so uh, most most lounges have rules. Yeah. What are your rules? Do you want me to get them for you? Yeah. Did, have you read the rules? I have. Oh. Are you sure? Have I broken any? Oh, well, we'll go down Probably the track. About eighteen or twenty. I'm I, and I'll tell you, there is a Greek restaurant around the corner that delivers. That's fucking awesome. I had it the other day. <laughs> All right, we got the rules. Rules, regulations. Regulations. Alan, listen. Okay, you got to bring your own cannabis, BYOC, or bring BYOB, bring mm -hmm. your own bud. Yep. Whichever way you fly. Uh, no asking, no dealing, no selling, no mooching, inside or out. Not outside either. Yep. No tobacco, no alcohol, including blunts, no cannabis products. Oh, non-cannabis products. No non-cannabis. Yeah. These are all no's. No, 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 no politics. In other words, you will not see Doug Ford here anytime soon. He did follow me last night on Twitter. That's why I mentioned it. Ah, <laughs> trying to talk some. No religion. I am Jewish. I will bring in some lodkas in the high holidays and that's it. <laughs> so it's no politics, no religion, unless the topic has to do with cannabis. Well, so we can talk Hebrew, Hebrew stuff as long as it's. You know, How do you say cannabis in Hebrew? I don't know. What? My mom would know. But I, what I do know oh, is that is cannabis deep. is kosher. It is kosher. It is kosher. There's actually kosher kush, too, and it smells like dill pickles. I wouldn't know. I don't like dill pickles. Oh. 
Don't smoke kosher kush. And no vab, bad, no vab bribes. <laughs> <laughs> we do take bribes. I'm just joking. No bad vibes ever. Ever. And, and you know what? I've only seen one snarky face here once. Yeah. Energy is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And no, it wasn't you. It was somebody who came in. And he was People obviously just wandering. And, just a wanderer. And he was a little bit snarky. And, yeah. Because he wanted his booze. Well, we're right downtown, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And, and it's again, it's Gunjanese, just at 242 King Street East. <laughs> Marcel, let's give it a voice. Come on. What? <laughs> Where's my theme song? We'll work on oh, that. my God. <laughs> We'll have to work on that. Gunjanistas. <laughs> Gunjanistas. Gunjanistas. Al, Al had Al. Uh, I did all of the shows here on Wednesday. It yeah, it is. I did all the shows I here. Gangsters. Gangsters. <laughs> no, Al, you didn't. Al had a hard time. <laughs> That's hilarious. Gunja Gangsters. Gunja Gangsters. Where are you going? Over to Gunja Gangsters. Over there at 242 King Street East. Yeah. I have not seen any kind of gangster in here yet. <laughs> so, what other you've got um, tonight again? We we've got the comedians coming in. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit here. Uh, are we streaming? You can stream if you awesome. If you want, we'll to, figure yeah. it out. We'll see if we can f- figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we got the mic cord now and everything, so they'll be able to mic and everything. Yeah. And, That's important. Um. I brought some. Uh, I brought in to go with Rick Simpson's. Hi, Cal. Hello. You want to say hi to Marcel? I and everybody? said hi to Marcel. Okay. Uh, I brought in to go with the Rick Simpson Phoenix Tears story. Oh yeah. Uh, I brought in the uh, Green Dana, Buds. Dana, Dana Larson's Green Buds and Hash. So you can read that here. There's going to be a whole bunch of magazines in here. You just got to get them from out. Treating yourself. Which are have you? Have you you've looked at some of the old treating yourselves. Before? I haven't. No. They're um. They're actually really good magazines. Really good magazines. You're they're, supposed to bring them in. I keep hearing I, about them. They're so elusive. They're coming, Mary Jane. They're on their way tomorrow. See? Okay. <laughs> Everybody's coming in tomorrow for um, uh, uh, Pride. Nice. Now, do they have Pride here in, they in Hamilton? They do. They have they Pride Hamilton, yeah. Is it the same time? I'm, I have not sure. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'll find that out for next year and go on the crawl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah have, have There's you been, Jen. Oh. Uh, Jen's you here. better save oh, your roaches. Save, save, save the roaches. We'll keep this. Roaches, roaches. Okay. Roaches, Let Jen roaches. get her clean on. There Thank you. Go. She's got Thank you. Jen, usually. That was Jen. The We're clinking. very cleanse, cleanliness. Yeah, I'm the messy one. I come in, but I clean up after myself. Again, they have great Greek food down the road. We have somebody coming in to say hello. Hi. I'll be right back. Okay. So, um, Marcel. Yes, sir. I'm going to turn my mic around because somebody came in to say hi to uh, Paula. And let's talk about what's going on in the news, guys. Okay, <laughs> like you know that that's gonna fill another fifteen minutes that we've only been well, going for. Actually, we've been going for almost an hour. <laughs> so you are you talking about the announcement of the Senate passing Prohibition two point Yeah, and um, that's C forty five, and also the sneak attack of last night's C forty six passing. Yep. 
That wasn't cool, was it? No. No, it wasn't cool at all. We are loading pages, aren't you? Pardon me? Are you loading pages? No. No. So, what do you what do you guys think? What do you think about all of this stuff here? Is it is it good? Is it bad? Is it going to be okay? It's all bad. It's all going to be tied up in courts for years and years and years. You know, I saw a quote from, I believe it was the Justice Ministress. Mistress, the Justice Mistress. <laughs> uh, and she basically said, they know there's going to be challenges. Bring them on. Not fun, Well, huh? I mean, it's, it's going to be a given. There's going to be challenges, especially for the first person that gets busted. Yeah. I don't want to be because, that first person, though. But think about it. How can you, how can you even compare? You're going to sentence somebody 14 years for giving a 12-year-old a joint. Yeah. Huh? And if the guy went and screwed the 12-year-old, he'd only get seven years. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. And 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 those yeah, those I mean that's just of, totally retarded. Those kinds of things are going to go on the wayside because you know, I mean, if you want to be technical, having anal sex in Canada is illegal. You know, uh, but the, people do it. Well, I so, don't. But I'm there's going to be any laws then, aren't I? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But I mean. The penalties they've come out with is in claiming that this is legal. It uh, is, is. There's no other term of the word is, is politically incorrect. It is. It's fucking retarded. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to go have a smoke now. Not allowed Non-ca- smoke. Not allowed inside. No smoking inside. <laughs> So there's some cool I, games here too, but well, they got the Grow Up game and Weedopoly. Oh, cool! I'm gonna try and get Al uh, to get his to bring his game in here one day. They have a volcano sitting here in front of the TV, which we have loaded with a Chromecast, and it's got Cannabis News sliding past it, and artwork, and street art, and Michael has joined us again. So we'll turn this sideways so we can get both of us. Yeah, and um. You know, there's, there's, we're talking about. What's, what's Michael just, think of? Well, that's what I was going to say. We're talking about what's just happened over the last couple of days. They, they've passed one thing and snuck another one in on us. Yeah, of course. Um, that's what happens when you have the bad guys in charge of a good thing. Uh, like, uh, you know, let's make no mistake about it. Uh, when you have a man that made a career out of putting people in jail, now in charge of legalizing the same thing he put people in jail for. We're talking about Bill, ba- Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill Blair. Bill Blair, absolutely. Yep. Uh, you know that the outcome can't be good. No. but Yeah, Bill Blair was mistake number one. No, yeah. mistake number one was Trudeau coming out saying he was going to legalize this before he fixed the fucking did medical program. Did you see program. his tweet the other yeah. day? He said, promised, kept. No, in his tweet, his so you know, I I watched the, the uh, video of him when he was in Winnipeg saying that you know like uh, mom and pop shops like the one in downtown Winnipeg would be included, and he wanted to see those types of places legalized. And now here we have 
um, corporate uh, government takeover. And it's a goddamn travesty, and it's a shame, really, when you think it is. how many people have been charged wrongfully for, for something that should never have been a crime in the first place. You know, you cannot make sound laws without science-based and they're, they ha then they're not using any of it. They said they've brought in people. They brought in people into the Senate to talk to them. The Emery's, a, 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 a doctor, a doc and the doctor's now the head of Tweed, the medical department at Tweed, and 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 then they bring in. There were there are not many patients or activists no. No. or advocates, no. and and th and they didn't do anything. That they, the information they got on those polls that they brought in some of us for, they didn't use any of that information. They went with no scientific fact at all. Nothing. It's all gut wrenching bullshit. <coughs> exactly. So you see what sitting beside Michael does to me. <laughs> yeah. But it's the the whole thing is based on lies. We'll have a failed medical program. We're going to have a thriving black market because nobody's going to want to pay tax. On pot. You know, uh, I've often said, um, you know, um, we could change the law by voting, but it may take a revolution. And I, I think, really, honestly, uh, the revolution is what it's going to take to really do something properly. I, know, I think uh, this is a new revolution yes, that's starting. I think that, you know, I know for a fact that if 500,000 Canadians showed their face on Parliament Hill, the government would back up. You oh, know, because 500,000 people would shut Ottawa down. There would be no government. But the yeah. problem in Canada is the people are very apathetic until it actually hits home. Uh, absolutely, I agree. Um, I've seen it, you know. Um, yeah. people, people live in fear. They're afraid of... Uh, Oh, well, what will, what will the neighbors think? Well, yeah. who gives a damn what the neighbors think? Sometimes you got to be a little different than the neighbor because the neighbor doesn't have the testicular fortitude well, to do what needs to be done. Michael My attitude is, is maybe the maybe the neighbor thinks just like you and is as scared shitless as you are. <coughs> you know what, yeah. Marcel? We were talking <coughs> earlier about, you remember that summer where cannabis was legal? Uh, yeah, it was the same summer that bear, a woman burying her breasts was made legal. Yeah, okay, and <coughs> you know there were no issues, there were no <coughs> problems. <coughs> there were people walking down the street, going, "Hey, yeah, thanks, man. It's about fucking time." And then they took it away from us with the creation but, uh, of the yeah, but with the creation of the MMAR. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or was there one before that? No. It was, uh, okay. Well, it was, well, there was. There was. The, yeah, section sex 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 right? Sex. Yeah. Yeah. But, but even even that was a dirty trick that they did. Yeah. Patients that were covered under Section Fifty Six were sent letters and told to apply for the MMAR because their Section Fifty Six would be no longer valid. Yeah, but now they turned right. that into a Section and that's, Fifty Three. Right? That actually was false because the Section 56 would have remained valid because it was signed by the minister. Yeah. Well, I know that there was a very uh, select few that had a, a 56, 
And, 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 the plus and, and then, um, you know, we, we made progress to the MMAR, but it still wasn't a viable uh, solution, you know, because no. there were still too many loopholes and, and doctors being uh, the gatekeeper was absolutely absurd. You know, I mean, um, I don't right. know about and you, the but... Original ruling in that Parker trial, the original ruling was that the laws on cannabis would be no, of, of no force or effect on yeah. if until they go with a, a new or a, a valid medical program, which yeah. they never, ever have. No. So in, in, in hindsight, um, the Parker case should still stand and that there should be no law. I like exactly. Harry Parker. He's a really good guy. Right. I, I'll agree to that lawyer, every day You can't get week. a lawyer to use that defense. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Well, I don't know why the lawyers won't use that as you know, a let's, defense. Let's try and remember that question for when Jack is here, because he's going to come in and talk to us, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 one of the things I like about knowing Jack for so long is, I mean, he enjoys, he's been coming on the show since before he was a lawyer, Yeah. and he enjoys yeah. it. So he comes on and he, he, he can't, there's some things that he can't talk about, well, and course. he tells you that flat out, yeah. or he won't answer. Yeah. He'll abstain. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Jack has an eye where other lawyers don't. Like, Paul yeah. Lewin's a great lawyer. But Jack has, he's a member of the community. Yeah. He's been there with us through well, the last... Well, Lewin has done his part, too. Oh, yes, he has. Oh, yes, yeah. he has. It, yes, he They've has. all done their but part. Jack it's just, Jack is coming in as, as coming the fresh from blood. from the community yeah, yeah. into the yeah. lawyer dump. Yeah. You know, um, I mean... Uh, Kirk is is awesome with his posts. He follows everything. He keeps us on point for everything. Kirk Tusa, um, and and Jack does his job, and Paul does his job, and there's a lot of other people out there that are doing it. John Conroy, who's now is he uh, retired now? I believe so. I haven't yeah. seen anything. I haven't from seen John in a for probably wow. at least a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then uh, Alan uh, Young, Alan Young, and he's retired. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna, tr- you know, I, I like I like uh, having those kinds of voices come in. We're gonna try and get them to come here yeah. and and hang out with us here. Absolutely. Yep. You know, it's been a real um, privilege and honor being on the show. Uh, I appreciate myself. you being here. And you know, I mean, yeah, I've tried to step back and looked after my own health, but I mean, I'm still here. If if anybody needs help or any any kind of guidance in the right direction yep. Um, yep. you know I mean I've been at this game an awful long time and if there's one thing I know um, you know um, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better you know oh, yeah, that's coming, a coming with what's that that's a definite see and you get it man you get it and I'm uh, my concern is the young people maybe they don't understand it yeah then they're going to be targeted yeah they're going to think oh everything's cool man I got it's not just unfortunately it's not I have a 17 year old that's exactly in that situation that she has she's having a very hard time understanding what this whole legalization concept I think a lot of people are it, it, but the thing that, that's really, really bad is that instantly they're going to start targeting racial minority 
teenagers. Absolutely. Oh, of course. Okay. Well, what do you mean going to start? They never stopped. Uh, yeah, but and and the thing is now with the new law, um, you know, these young people aren't going to be able to have. They'll have to have zero in their oh, system. Oh yeah. And, and that means they can't smoke anything for 30 or whatever day, 14 days, I guess it is, prior. Yeah, but it's an instant, from what I understand, it's an instant uh, 24-hour suspension. Yeah. It can be up to a $1,500 fine, yada, yada. You know, yeah. Marcel, is, can we get access now to everything yet? No. No. Well, the minute we can, we're going to sit here and we're going to go through it. Not page by page obviously but as we usually do yeah. we usually sit we call into it the press thing so what was that well you can have to read it most yeah, of obviously. us are going to read it page by page so we can yeah. understand what this crap is and then some of us are going to have to read it two and three times yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll have to read it at least three times because you're going to read it once for me yeah <laughs> I'm familiar with how the courts work and, and their legal jargon and uh, I've only read what's been published in articles so far oh that's all so I you read. don't read transcripts nope but oh. I, I we call in to the press things and we listen to the whole thing yeah. and I record them yeah. right um, this last one unfortunately I missed oh. the other night uh, and last night I read the entire Murnau trial right? did you wow uh, and uh I had to reread it probably five or six times, I would think I went through it, wow. because it was like, wait a minute, they did that 14 pages ago, and why are they redoing this? And it was absolutely um, drag out, you know, it was a, it was a boxing match and that went uh, over into overtime, you know, and uh, there were extra rounds. A lot of it was, I think, purposely to waste time. I believe so, and I believe it was to make a spectacle, you know, yeah, to, so to, to put to, it out there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, um, he was successful. You know, I was there the final day of court in St. Catharines, and, and, you know, the man just walked out free, right? You know, and, uh, hey, it was progress. Every time we go and challenge the, uh, the federal courts and, and we make um, progress, you know, it's, it's a benefit to all of us. It, it is. I mean, I don't think there's any been there's really been any cases that have been a hindrance. No, you can, well, annoyance maybe. <laughs> yeah, and it depends on 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 the situation too yeah. at hand. Like yeah. there's a there's a the courts look at medical and recreational, you know, in a different light. And um, bad, so, you're worse. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, some people are very successful that uh, challenge challenge the courts medically. Yeah. And because there has to be um, um, passion and there has to be, um, you know, a little bit of empathy for the sick and dying. Uh, the courts don't look at a recreational individual with the same type of empathy. You were just or, driving down the road smoking a joint. Yeah. Do you have a reason for that? Yeah. You know, just because you wanted to, that's not good enough. No. Or you were driving down the street and you were smoking a joint well your honor I got stage 3 breast cancer and it hurts right now and that's the only way I can drive home from work and the only way I can continue yeah. working how about the general public is much safer when I drive, drive well medicated 
Well, yeah, me too. No road rage. I'm you want to cut me off and go ahead? You're three seconds further than you were before. Yeah. That make your day? Yeah. Oh. I almost. Sure, cut me off. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. When I was over here the other day, I swear to God, I had to go down to the lake shore because they're putting in the track down at the CNE for the races and that. And there's all kinds of construction. I almost got out of the car and went after somebody who cut me off. I wow. was like, I opened Rage, the door right? and, yeah. he, and he took off. Oh, I get like that. If I have my kids in the car and somebody does something stupid like that, my rage goes from zero to a 99. But if I'm medicated? What? You can come on. Come on the show, Kelly. Come and talk to us, Kelly. There's, a, there's a, a kind of a catch in this C46. Is there? Yeah. The C46 allows officers to perform a saliva test if they have reasonable grounds to stop a driver they no, suspect no, of being no. impaired. No, don't have any reasonable no, grounds no. anymore. Now, I, I read a piece of... No, no, that. and it and says has reasonable grounds, but the alcohol is a mandatory breath test without reasonable grounds, yeah. which means they can pull you over and basically get you to do both. Yeah, but now, because they're they, going to give you the alcohol screening and then they're going to give you the saliva test. But can they use the smell still? Because I, I, I just hit a skunk, officer. Yeah, yeah. This, the smell's already been this, <laughs> you know, been, skunk. been proven <laughs> in court to, that it's not grounds for probable cause. I really did that once. I hated it. I felt bad for a week. Oh, you smelt it for a week. That's why. No, right? actually, but he didn't hit the tire. <laughs> the, the, the fact that they can just pull you o- pull o- pull you over and do a mandatory testing for alcohol will also give them basically grounds to demand a saliva test for drugs. What, okay, see, these are the kind of questions I want to ask. Jack, what happens? I'm driving down the road, driving down the 401, and I, I pull over. Be honest, be honest, be honest. Yes, officer. I had something when I left London two hours ago. <laughs> two hours ago. Over. Oh, two, two hours, hours and ten ago. minutes ago. Well, you know, I mean, what, what is the magic number is what, what I want to know. There, yeah. I'm not acting. Am I and, acting stone to you, officer? I don't feel stone. You know when I feel on, stone? On this. My concern is this saliva test. You're unbalanced. But I my question just is, cannabis. what are What's they going that? to... Hold on. What did you say, Marcel? I... I I want to know about this testing that they're going to do for this saliva test. I ingest cannabis more than I smoke it. So how is this going to work? Am I am I impaired as soon as I wake up in the morning or what? Technically, yes. Technically. Kiss my ass. The only thing this test can determine is that you have consumed cannabis within, what, the past two, three days. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to meet you in court, officer. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be... Marcel, you prove it. I'm impaired. Let's back up for a bit, okay? Marcel has MS. Marcel was in a hospital bed waiting to go bye-bye. And he started taking cannabis oil. Mm-hmm. Marcel, he, oh, he, are you using... figured out even, how to make are, cannabis oil work. <laughs> yeah, are you using even a cane anymore? Uh, just only because I'm lazy and sometimes I like something to lean on. And hit people with. Lean on me. Yeah, and... It makes a very effective weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, so do those ones with those little butcher knives in them. But anyways, Not I'm just kidding. <laughs> Too, <far. laughs> um, yeah, wait. Too much? A, my concern <laughs> with all of this is 
what do they do with your DNA sample? Because that's technically what a mouth swab is. Let's be real about it. And it, it is kept on file. Well, it's the a, other it's question a DNA is, sample. Yep. <coughs> it's kept on file. Do we get that back? I don't think so. I, yeah, like, see, I, that's no, my concern. Is you can't what have my DNA. Yeah, I want it back. But Test you, it, but give it back. Take, you'd have to take them to court for that, I guess. That's horrible. Uh, it is, and it's just another piece of bullshit that we have to can go through. Can we say bullshit? Oh. We can say fucking <gasps> bullshit. Ain't no See, my, RTC my plan is very simple. I plan on saying I do not consent to a saliva test, and then I'm going to ask if I'm being arrested and if I'm free to go. And if they like say, thinking, yes, you're being arrested, then I well, would say I would like to speak with your supervisor, please, and I'd like my phone call. They will arrest you, take you in, and speak to a supervisor. I and, can't, you know, you know, I just can't see all this happening. Maybe I, I'm still I in hope. denial. Kelly, Cal. It's going to happen. over here Kelly. for a minute, please. Because Kelly's been pulled over. I've been pulled over. Okay, yeah. uh, just another story. Kelly yeah, was pulled come. over coming out of Guelph with the kids. And it wasn't a bad thing that happened. It was just stressful, right? It was here, here. when they pulled me over. And um, I was licensed for um, eight grams a day. And um, the officer said that she could smell cannabis. And I'm, I said, well, why would you say that? <laughs> you know, like I just didn't know what else to say, something cliche. And uh, she's like, were you smoking cannabis? I said, no. Do I look like I was? And I usually don't look like I am ever. But, um, you gotta have those dreamy bedroom kind of eyes. So, yeah, you know? she does. Yeah. Right? I've been staring. Yeah. At <laughs> so I could totally see. You know? Yeah. Ah. So um, I said, no, of course not. I've got my children with me. Like mm-hmm. I know better. I do the radio. Thank God, the radio station. Did she mention the radio station? Again? Yeah, I did. I said, I, you know, I've done this. I know the laws. I, I would know better. So. Um, she she said, are you licensed? I said, yeah. She said, do you have your license with you? And I said, yeah, why? And she said, well, because I can smell cannabis. I said, okay, well, you know what? I think it's probably because I picked up my meds today. And so she said, can I see them? So I got my bag right away, and I gave... This bag? <laughs> yeah, took it out of the bag. And so she says this to me. She looks at it, and she said, okay, you're licensed for eight grams a day. Well, you better not have more than eight grams, or I'm going to, um, I might have to have arrest you. So I was like, <laughs> what? I'd read the oh, hold law on, first. hold on. This is the fun part coming up. I said, what? I'm allowed to carry a lot more than that, right? I said, you might want to read it. So she goes back to her car, and she waited. And what they did was they turned the bag inside out to weigh it, right? So because it was some on the inside that's how I knew they did that they just turned it inside out weighed the bag and, and gave it back they to me they're carrying scales around yeah that's what I said they got scales she's like well now. you only have six grams <laughs> that's what she said I only, you only have six grams and uh-huh. gave it back to me but um, I can't even remember what how do you know it was tainted after that yeah I know it could have drugged you she could, who knows if she washed her hands yeah could That's what I was thinking. Like, why did you That's take it out? I feel unsafe now with this. My medicine's been yeah. compromised. I know, like, because... Please. They touch... <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I want an ounce of really high quality. 
drown my sorrows. <laughs> so anyway, I, I had a snafu one time where a shipment ended up in the hands of a police officer, so I called them to let them know they should stop looking for who owned it because it was it was mine, and I told them that that I might want it back. I said so I'd have to file to the courts. And she said, that's understandable. And I said, you'll keep it there for six months. And she said, we have to. So they kept about five pounds of trim in a garbage bag for six months. What? Did it go moldy? I'm hoping. But it would have reeked in that storage locker for six months. Oh, you didn't hear. I said, did it go moldy? No, it might have been moldy when they got it. <laughs> and it, but I said to the cop, I said, you know, I'm not going to get it back. I said, even if I if I take it to court, I said, if I get it back, I'm going to destroy it because I have no idea what you guys would do to it. Yeah. And she said, we would never do anything. I said, it's easy for you to say that. I said, but how do I know what you do? And then left the conversation as that. I'm going to uh, uh, say let's hang on on this conversation because we have an interview we've got to run and we've only got 45 minutes left. So, and then after this, we have, okay, start reading, lady. We have uh, the Weirdo Carnival stand-up comedy show here at Ganjanistas, 242 King Street East. They see, you're going to sit, get, you're going to take bits and pieces of that and make a commercial. A commercial? A commercial. Commercials. And, and I can't see the names. Uh, so it's hosted by Brandon Sobel uh, with opening acts Tyler Shazma, Dave McInnes, and headlining is Black Zeus. I've heard of Black Zeus. I've heard he's really funny. And I'm looking forward. We're going to be sitting here listening and streaming it. So if you can't get in here for whatever reason, we want you to come in here. You, Yeah, you, can't okay. ma- you, you won't be able to feel the energy. You won't feel the energy. And you won't be able to, to smoke with us. Yeah. But you'll know what's happening for the next time, though. Yep. And, um, you know, if you're trapped at home and you can't get out because your husband has locked the key and hit it. And, and, and you, he did that. Just call us. We'll come break you out. <laughs> We're going to listen to... Before you go... Okay. Or before you do that, I'm going to bow out. Okay. Because somebody just came in anyways, and then I'll pick up the feed and listen. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, we're, so we're, you guys have a great night. Nice chatting with all of you. And we're going ju- <laughs> to listen to our thing. And, and then, uh, Mary Jane, you want to tell us what we're going to let hear? Yeah, we're going to hear the interview with Pat Roach and myself that we did earlier today on his cheeseburger picnic tour. And you know what? Jeez. It was really good. Mary Jane did one uh, last, was it last, a couple months ago with Cheech and Chong. Oh. She, she went and saw them at Rama. Was it Rama? Yeah. Casino Rama. Yeah. yeah Casino Rama. Yeah, we call it Rama. Um, oh, sorry. And, He's Jewish. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys have a good now. night. <laughs> we'll be back in about 15 minutes. <laughs> 
Celebrate Indigenous Awakening at Legacy 420's first Outdoor Music Fest, August 11th on the Tyendinaga Mohawk Territory. This one's about rock and roll and comic books and bubblegum. Featuring Headstones, DJ Shove, Derek Miller, and more with host MC Howie Miller. Opening drum ceremony at 12 noon. Medicinal food and Indigenous vendors and artists. Free camping. Tickets $75 at Legacy420.com. A 19 and over event. Indigenous Awakening, Saturday, August 11th on Tyendinaga Mohawk Territory. Take Highway 401, exit 556. Sponsored by Nimka and Legacy 420. I love this little kid. It's nice, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting here with Patrick Roach, better known as Randy from the Trailer Park Boys. Uh, now, those shows are filmed out in eastern Canada, right? That's right. Filmed on the east coast in Nova Scotia. Okay. Is there a reason why you guys went with Nova Scotia? Well, most of us are from Nova Scotia, so okay. that's that's where we decided to do it, which is kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did hear it's been uh, very beautiful out there, and luckily I'm going to get to see this this summer for Harvest Fest. As many of you know, there is the Mum Cup out there. It is the July 20th weekend. And it's somewhere around Truro. If you want to know the exact location, just hit me up and I'll let you know. And that's where we filmed Trailer Park Boys the last few seasons. Is in Truro? In Truro, yes. Okay, I know the location has been secret, sort of. From... Well, it's behind, uh, the, it's behind the uh, Bible Hill racetrack for horses and whatnot. So, okay, okay. Um, and it's, it's just a little park. People are really nice, nicer than what you'd ever think, you know. They just treat you like gold, so... That's awesome. So if you go there, you can drive through the park and see kind of where things were done. I just might do that. Yeah, I just right. might do that. Um, I was hoping to hook up with the boys when I go down there, but we'll see what their plans are for July. Right, right. Yeah. You never know. Ricky might be too high. Who knows? <laughs> I can appreciate that for sure. Uh, it does get pretty cold in Canada and a lot over in the Maritimes. Yes, it does. Yes. How did you manage being half naked all the time? Well, Randy doesn't wear shirts. He doesn't like shirts. So um, you just got to try to try to go out, do things and then come back in and maybe, you know, get a little warming coat for a minute or two. I know? see. Soften the nipples a yeah. little, eh? The worst was when we filmed the, the last movie that we did and it was in March and in March out east you don't know what you're going to get it actually snowed and uh, Randy was on one of these Segway machines uh, no shirt long hair blowing in the breeze and it was snowing so obviously freezing and you're flying around at a good speed on a Segway pretty fun but I froze I froze my tits off I did, I did. <laughs> no pun intended yeah, that's I'm right sure. <laughs> So you guys smoke a lot of uh, cannabis on the show. Yes. That's not real cannabis, right? Sadly, it's not real okay. because um, we have work to do and we can't be that high. We're good actors. We can just act high. Like Randy smokes out of a little honey bong and mows lawns and such, but put oregano in there, oregano with a bit of basil, you know. Okay. And I thought maybe rosemary. But... Uh, no, we haven't tried rosemary, but it just gives a good smoke. But uh, it rips your throat out, that's all. Yeah. It's a little I, bit hard. I can imagine. Yes, but so. uh, we can't just be getting totally baked. It's the same way that the, my, my good friend John Dunsworth, Mr. Leahy, who passed away, he used to just drink uh, 
Coke and water. Water, and that would look like liquor, right? Okay, so, my kids and I were... Not real liquor. We were talking about that because yeah. were, we were amazed to find out that um, Mr. Leahy never had a drop of alcohol at all because he's such an amazing actor and he played the role so right. well, right? That's right. Um, he really captured the struggle that it took for, you know, alcohol. Um, and the kids and I thought maybe it was iced tea. <laughs> well, he started with that, but that upset his stomach. So oh. they just water with a little bit of Coke or, and then it just makes that nice liquor look. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, but you do smoke cannabis in real life, right? Uh, from time to time, time you know, time. you know, I have partaken. In, in, okay. In things, I won't right? hold it against you. That's right. Okay. That's right. Well, with legalization coming later this year, you know, we'll be able to ease off from being afraid at least for a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, for my sore back, it's my belly makes my back <laughs> sore. So that you, it's supposed to help with that. It's all the cheeseburgers. Right? See, people are talking about the CBDs and things yeah. that are to, to help uh, medically. Yeah. And I've been to a few, uh, different conferences you know in British Columbia about dope and, uh, and it's a, I'm blown away with the amount of products professional products for for health you know people are just stopping seizures and there's tinctures for you know you know if you're arm sore or arthritis you put that on and it helps you so yeah. I think it's great to, to be using a natural type of medicine so uh, I'm Canada's just taking the right steps in my mind to explore that so that's awesome I totally agree with you there yeah uh, what about the first time you got high what was it like the first time you consumed cannabis it was uh, I think it was uh, hash and hot knives back in high school yeah so doing uh, you know a little the little nuggets and we've, we've even had that on the show okay and uh, and I remember it ripped our throats right out and stuff but of course when you're young, you can do these silly things, you know? Yeah. So. I, it's sad to say, but I actually never seen a full episode of the Trailer Park Boys from beginning to end until later, or sorry, earlier this year when I had stumbled upon an episode and thought, oh my God, what have I been missing? And decided, amen for Netflix, because I went straight to Netflix and I started on season one, episode one. And I'm now season 11, episode 9. Wow. So I am getting towards the end. That's nice. Uh, I feel like you guys are family. Um, so I do love the show. I can't wait to get to the end of 12, and I look forward to 13. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I know you're on your tour right now, right? The Cheeseburger Picnic Tour. Yes, Randy's Cheeseburger Picnic Tour. Okay. Right. Thank you for detouring today and making a stop here at Legacy 420. We wow, definitely no. appreciate it. It's exciting. Yes, they're yeah. doing a lot of great work down here on the reserve and uh, excited to see what happens after for sure. Right. Um, so where can people find information on your tour? Um, they can go on the, the Randy Cheeseburger Picnic Facebook page. Uh, I also have a, an Instagram now. Uh, it's called Pat Roach Official. Okay. And uh, I'm just, I'm not the best at the social media, but I'm going to make an attempt to try to get better. Awesome. So, uh, so I look yeah. forward to what you put out because I'm right. a huge Instagram person myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a couple of our fans wanted to know, you are a huge fan of cheeseburgers. Yes. Where do you get your cheeseburger fix? Who's your favorite place to go to? Well, there's there's so many good places, and what happens is 
each play, town has their own, hey, you got to go to this spot, and you go, and they, they are awesome. But back home, uh, I would go to, I, my friend, he manages an A&W, and okay. uh, I like a good teen burger or a few buddy burgers uh, with the little uh, sautéed onions on them, nice. and, and they're tasty. But uh, like a Five Guys burger is a nice burger, too. Okay. They have good ones. Yeah. Some good home-cut fries, but... Uh, I'd say there's so many out there. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's hard just, to it's choose. hard to tell, boys. I get my fix. I, I definitely get enough cheeseburgers. That's for sure. Yes. Now, is it just cheeseburgers that are your munchy food, or do you like crave anything else when you have the munchies? Onion rings. Onion rings are a good thing. But me, I'm a, I like chips. I like the salt. I love chips. Okay. So if I go to this grocery store and don't want to be getting too fat, I mean, I'm just the right fat now. <laughs> I try not to buy the chips because if I buy them all, I can eat a whole big bag. Oh. Okay. And it's just sitting there if you're watching some Netflix or whatever <laughs> you're doing. So I just try not to go that crazy. Yeah, you definitely and, can't take the bag with you to the couch, right? No, it's bad. But, I mean, if you're you're having a few drinky-poos with your friends and playing some cards or something, an East Coast Donair, uh, like a King of Donair that's been yes. mentioned on Trailer Park Boys. Okay. Because they make a very good Donair. Nice. And a Donair is... Like, what do you call them, um, gyros, or, uh, you know, a gyro? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, the Donair is the East Coast style, but the, it's got a spicy meat with a sweet white sauce, onions, oh. and tomatoes. Sounds it, delicious. Wrapped in a pita, and it is definitely dirty and messy, and uh, it's got <laughs> garlicky, so you, you hope your friends are eating it too, otherwise you might kill them with your breath. <laughs> Awesome. I hope you're ready for that, babe. I'm going to try that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get some. <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to meet with me today, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your tour, and uh, hopefully our paths will cross again. Sounds good. It was my pleasure. All right. Good meeting you. you. Yes. All right. Nice interview. All right, and we're back. We're back. And uh, did you enjoy doing that? Oh, my God. It was awesome. Yeah? You had yeah. fun, eh? Great. You're breaking up really bad. Oh, sorry. I know. Nope, you're breaking up really bad. So, we'll just say, good job, Mary Jane. That was a very good job. Michael? Yes. Thank you very yeah. much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank Kelly, you thank you very much for sitting here and behaving yourself. Being Paula, thank you. No, you don't have to come over. She's doing cashier stuff. You can say goodnight and tell people real quickly again what's going on. So tonight, starting at 1030, we're having the Weirdo Comedy Show Carnival. Stand up comedy. Cool. Thing. Yeah. And we're going to stream it right here on Lifestyle Radio and 420radio.ca. So you'll be able to listen to it. But if you're in Hamilton, come here. 242 King Street East. In the village. In the old village, the old international village. It's really cool at night here. You just have to step over people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Mary Jane. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Wow, that was loud. All right, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the 420 Radio Show. Thank you for coming there, Tracy. And uh, good night. Good night. Are you looking for cannabis news, education, and people's opinions? 
Are you looking to learn what Canadian and international cannabis advocates are doing? Not only now, but what got them to this point in their lives and what does the future hold for them? Do you want to learn how patients are using cannabis as a daily medication? Or learn how their cannabis use helps them with their medical condition? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I'm going to suggest to you to tune in to Lifestyle Radio. Catch their live weekly shows and have your questions and concerns answered and find the experience you're looking for. Monday, catch your weekly news broadcast with the Reef Reporters. Then on Wednesday, get several hours worth of cannabis public education. We get things started with cannabis and coffee with Tamarawana. Then tune in and catch Pottawa with Russell Barth, who calls himself the world's angriest pothead. Finish up your evening with the award-winning Pace Radio Show with Al Graham and joint host Kim Cooper and Alicia Yashishin. No week would be complete without tuning in to Friday night's program, the 420 Radio Show featuring Al Rapp and the 420 Radio crew, Mary Jane Baker and Marcel Gnack. Cannabis is a lifestyle, and you can catch all your cannabis lifestyle information right here at lifestyleradio.net or at our sister site, 420 Radio. Celebrate Indigenous Awakening at Legacy 420's first outdoor music fest, August 11th on the Tyendinaga Mohawk Territory. Featuring Headstones, DJ Shub, Murray Porter, and more. With host MC Howie Miller. Opening drum ceremony at 12 noon. Medicinal food and indigenous vendors and artists. Free camping. Tickets $75 at Legacy420.com. A 19 and over event. Indigenous Awakening, Saturday, August 11th on Tyendinaga Mohawk Territory. Take Highway 401, exit 556. Sponsored by Nimka and Legacy 420. What are you doing? You're listening to Lifestyle Radio. The opinions expressed during this show are those of the individual participants and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of their associated organizations or Lifestyle Radio.